man, I it's still it's it's what like I I feel like this is the first year I'm confident in writing the date. I know that it's 2023. <laughs> I can write 2023. I haven't yet made the mistake that uh you know I I wrote oh 2021. Oh no, it's that's that's not the year. But I I I re- really only feel like that because I don't think I've written the date on anything in like a year. Oh, oh, I, I date 20 things a day. Oh, man. That's all I do at work. Do do, do you have to like mentally prepare yourself to put the right date on things? I, I do. And if I like, I'll memorize one column. Like Mm -hmm. I have to record every time I escalate a query to my publisher contact. And you write this the date of escalation, and then later you write the date of resolution. Mm. And I keep flubbing it on the date of resolution from anything th- so far this year. It I, I find it mortifying. I will go back and like scan through the last several weeks to make sure I've not made any mistakes. Yeah, yeah, in- interesting. Uh, Sam is in the chat. Hello, Sam. Hi, Sam. Um, you did get a sub. You got an anonymous sub on our like seven year anniversary Ooh. retrospective thing. So it's been a while. It might almost be up. And I do think we have some. Um, there should be um, e- emotes that you get. Um, I haven't used them in forever, but you should have the oh, ding, dang one that I just put in the chat there. Uh, and then we did. We have a crossplay one, which I get. Uh, oh not tier one okay interesting and my i'll have to look back into that so thank you for uh mentioning that because we should we should have something going on there i i tried to do our logo as in emote back when we first got got access to that Uh and twitch support uh ignored me because they denied that we we like we we can't use our logo. I think that was supposed to be the tier one uh, e- e- emote, um, but it, they denied it because they said they you could not have a singular le- 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 letter as an e- ah. emote. And I was like, well, it's not. It's a circle with a letter and a rocket ship inside of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's. There's more to it than just a singular letter, yeah. but they just never responded. I emailed them multiple times. I was on Twitter being like, you guys have been ignoring me. What the hell? What's happening? And nothing ever came of it. So I just kind of gave up. <laughs> I, I apologize for the poor customer service experience, first of all. Second of all, I don't know what emotion the logo is supposed to convey. I don't know. Not, when I look not, at the logo, I don't know what feeling that is. It's not necessarily supposed to be a feeling or anything like that. Like we have the the cross play like D pad, the directional yeah. buttons like that's just it's just a fun thing to show support. And stuff. like it's not a it's not a. Yeah, but. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, but. When like a pot, if if we went live and somebody was excited, they could give us like a bunch of hearts and smiley faces or just mm-hmm. a bunch of the logo 12 times. And I'd rather yep. see the hearts and smiley faces than the logo 12 yep. times. The thing is, as you get more support, you unlock more room for di- different kind of emojis you can use and all that stuff. And so, yeah, like the, if we if we had more support, we would have more 
emojis and stuff like that. We just don't have the slots or the spaces and stuff like that. So just it's neat to have our, our little logo in there. Be like, look, that's us. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you are the one who designed the logo. I shouldn't tell you put a heart instead. The logo is your the child. It's already there. Yeah, you, you can already just do a heart and stuff like that. Anyways. Melissa, you, you said, uh, I'm, I'm sorry for the terrible customer service. Boy, do I have a story for you on today's podcast. Um, <laughs> it's an interesting one for sure. I, I have a handful of stories to tell mm, on today's mm. podcast. Uh, but first things first, we have some things to, 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 to plan out for the year. Not, not Planning too much. First. I, I, I don't think this will take very long. At least mm-hmm. I don't think so. There's certain things I don't know if we'll have it like decided by the end of uh-huh. this, right? But uh, I figure we should get into our planorama first here and plan mm-hmm. some things out for this podcast. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, this is the Whatnots ca- Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you? To hear as always, folks. Hello. Mm-hmm, indeed. Um, planning stuff. So we like to do these games or different mm-hmm. events or bits. I don't really know what to th- call them. Different things, right? Throughout the year, help spice up the podcast, stuff like that. Um, we do a trivia night. We do a Rotten Tomatoes movie prediction night at the the end of the year we have a halloween special we like to do mm-hmm. we also like to do things like a fantasy giraffe or a taste test maybe we'll end up finding one or two more things somewhere throughout the year who knows um but let's let's jump in Let, let's start planning things so i i think mm. traditionally we've done our taste test first it's the first thing that we do and i think last year we ended I- up <laughs> Doing it a little bit later because I moved out here to Oklahoma, right? I also want to say that nobody but ourselves forces us into into a tradition. We did our first, hey, let's eat a snack in like April. And then it was just decided, well, it must be then. It can be no other times. Well, I I like to spread it out. So it's like I do like that. I do like that. And if we do the taste test at the end of March, the trivia night at the end of June, and then I think our we we're going to do a fantasy giraffe in like end of September, early November or something like that. And then we had our like Rotten Tomatoes maybe night at the start of December. That was like every three months we would do something. Um, okay. So. so but s- snacks for spring snacks for approximately sometime in spring. And the this started with us taste testing different Japanese Kit Kat flavors, which was yeah. quite an adventure because we get these little guys and they're in Japanese writing and sometimes they have a picture and sometimes they don't. And we're just like, I don't know. The package is orange. Is it orange? What could the flavor good? Who this knows? Be? Who knows? And then last but, year uh, yeah. we did astronaut food, freeze dried astronaut ice cream sandwiches not dip and dots no a <laughs> disquieting freeze-dried ice cream sandwich bricks is what we ate yeah yeah i i did have dip and dots this past year i went to a basketball game and was like 
I haven't had Ooh. Death and Dots in like 20 years. <laughs> like, I, why not? Um, What'd you go for? The, the tutti frutti or the cookies and cream? Uh, I think I went for cookies and cream and mint, like mint chocolate chip Ooh. or something li- like that. Um, don't remember it was a while ago, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's what it's like mediocre ice cream anyways. The yeah. whole thing is it's tiny little balls. <laughs> <laughs> we tell you this is what astronauts eat, but we don't believe yeah. that's really true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, our our taste test here. You you already have a link here uh, in I our do. little of, planning document thing here. Let me open one this of my goals up. for this year is to be more prepared and do more googling ahead of time and not mm-hmm. live on the podcast where people have to hear us type and go, okay, uh, let's see what's over here. My my goal for this year is what's over there. (laughs) My goal for this year is less like clicking and mumbling and more actual content. That's so I did a quick yeah. I did a quick Google, and I found an Amazon link: Pocky biscuit sticks and Pratt's biscuit sticks, fifteen flavor variety pack, thirty dollars. Yeah, I enjoy a Pocky. I enjoy the the flavors I may encounter in my local stores, like a world market. But I know Mm -hmm. there's got to be more flavors out there than just like the chocolate and the strawberry and like the occasional matcha. And this is a pack that involves not only the sweet Pocky, but some of the savory Pretz sticks. And I've never encountered one that says corn right here on the (laughs) image. Just corn. Let me see. Larb. Show this. Yeah. I larb Corn. you. We can have larb flavor. We can have original flavor. Who knows what that means? Tom and Tom Yum Hung. Tom Yum Hung. Tom Yum Hung. I've That's never experienced twister. whatever the dish is, and I've never experienced a press pretzel. Experience them both for the first time. <laughs> Over in the Pockies, we've got Choco Banana, Mango, Classic Chocolate, Harvest. This is like a, a sweet potato. That's like a taro, an ube. Yeah. We have apple, uh, wholesome chocolate almond, and blueberry yogurt. Oh, these ones are labeled wholesome. Milky matcha, nutty yeah. almond, cookies and cream, and your good friend strawberry. Good source of fiber, crisperier and tastier, it says. Indeed, indeed. That's an interesting idea. I like that one a lot. Um we also just watched Madoka Magica on the review show, and uh-huh. there's a character yes. who's e- eating like the knock. They're, they're called Rocky. It's the mm-hmm. knockoff version. Uh, so that's that's a lot of fun. That's a good idea. Um, I like that one. The one I had thought of. I I don't know if you have seen this in stores, but uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch has been yeah. trying out a lot of like new flavors and stuff. <laughs> they they had one I had last year. It was like their Dulce de Leche uh, uh-huh. one, I, I, I think, which was good. Not much of a difference in that one. It was just like, OK, it's maybe a little creamier. But I've also seen like a, a like a. I'm not sure spicy is the right word but they have like, like a, a, like hot, a, a cinnamon. hot yeah hot cinnamon yeah. toast crunch i've also seen them do like cinnamon toast crunch popcorn uh mm. and stuff like that like they have some other things out there that I, I i thought could be a good thing but i think 
Melissa, you came prepared and I, you were like, bam, let's do this. And I think it's, I thought about this, this a good idea. very hard. Like there's lots of foods that I would love to eat or beverages I would like to drink that I think would be fun to explore, entertaining to, to sample. But yeah. they come in too large of a package and it's just mm. impractical for each of us to individually order like several boxes of cereal. Yeah. So I'm like, what's Indeed. small? Pockies are never that big. Let's get these. I'm going to I'm going to paste this link into our captain's log uh, thing on discord so I don't lose that on accident. And it won't get deleted. There we go. Mm hmm. I, All right. I think, challenge one completed. Yeah, I, I think that has been decided. Um, trivia night. Not much to decide that should be happening at the mm -hmm. end of June. Um, one of the those best. Are always fun. Yeah. Uh, fantasy draft. So we, so we were supposed to do a fantasy draft last year. We never got around to, to it. So I promised that we would do two of them this yeah 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 um part partly we never got to it because we wanted to have more people on that one than just us yes two uh those i think work better when there's more people involved um so we were just like let's push these back till we can get some more people on them uh but the one we were supposed to do last year that I think we should still do at some point this year is the best opening like theme song opening credits to a mm, TV mm. show. Um I still think that's a great idea. I think we should do that one. But let's let's do a second one. What what are some ideas for a fantasy draft that we could do this year as a second one? I secured the interest of friend of the show, Jack, who joined us on our initial fantasy draft, mm -hmm. uh, which was candy. That's why we did it in September, because yes. it was kind of loosely Halloween themed. We kind of went at it with the approach of it doesn't have to be a trick or treat candy, but what do you love to see in your trick or treat bag? Like, think of those candies and then yeah. start there and then we see where we go. So that's why it was where it was. Um, so we can put these two, I think, anywhere it seems fitting for whatever we decide the topic is. That was the right time for that topic. Sure, I was yeah. talking with Jack about this and we suggested best needle drops in movies. OK, OK, let me write this guy down here. Um, and we were thinking maybe in like. April or May, sort of in honor of Guardians of the Galaxy, the third and final one of those coming out. King of the Needle drops right there. Yeah. If, if we're speaking music, we could do best soundtracks. Oh, that's an idea. Like soundtracks, like original or compiled songs separate from instrumental scores. <sighs> I don't feel like I know enough to do scores, we, but I could I, do soundtracks. I feel, yeah, I feel like soundtracks would be interesting because those are oftentimes the needle drops yeah. that are in that yeah. stuff. But it's not Ooh. just the singular one. It's the like, man, yeah, you, you remember the Space Jam soundtrack? What a banger, right? <laughs> the, the, uh, so many songs that were good on that, whereas 
Guardians of the Galaxy has their mixtapes. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Okay. I like That's that as a variant. Best soundtracks. All right. We'll consider the, the those are brother options. We'll see as we get closer specifically which one we are leaning towards. Whole soundtracks or individual music scenes within movies. Sure. Let me ask you this. Do you have any idea for one that could be like not movie or TV related? Oh, no, never. The, <laughs> the other idea. Well, the other idea I had was fictional parties you want to go to. Like not fictional you parties. imagine like ones, a party, but right, it's like a party that already existed in. A movie in fiction. This could be movie. Could be okay. a comic series, a book. It could be. Uh, it was described in a rap song. Any party. It could be a party from a commercial. Okay. If you really want to go to like when the mac and cheese cheesy dinosaur like turns a kid's house cheesy, like you can choose to go there. <laughs> you can go to one of those. Interesting. Uh, best parties <laughs> uh, f- uh fictional parties you want to go to which is borrowed from all fantasy everything the podcast that i i lovingly borrowed the initial initial concept from right jack and i love that podcast let's do our own fantasy draft here's another spin on that one best ways to ruin a party <laughs> no I, let's enjoy the party first i want to start positive here i mean you can have a positively fun time ruining a party <laughs> um let's see we'll skip that one um let's see best uh does it have to be best um we could uh we could also do the these forms of fantasy draft where you are building to something. It's not just like a list mm. of these are my top t- five things and whatever the category is. I really want to get my top five. We could do something where it's like you're assembling something with each of your drafts. I, I did like the that one time we did our, like I think we did it kind of impromptu but it was like build your own fictional tv show Ch- choose the actors no, what you it want was. What's, the, what's the plot we ha- we did it on patreon i believe ignacio was there to join us it mm-hmm. was five movies you want to build your own cinematic universe out of well we we did that but there was another time where we talked about <sighs> like uh, it, it was here on the captain's log where we were like building like what actors would you like if you were to, you know, pick the actors and the plot for a movie, all of that stuff, like who who would be in in your heist, in your movie, in whatever it was there. And that's why like it, it was I think it was just kind of an impromptu thing based on something i had mm. watched i had seen an actor that i had liked and i'm always like man i love that that actor when whenever Kirk he's Acevedo. in something i would love to have right yeah like i, I would love to have <laughs> I, him in i don't remember this episode shows. but i i am positive that if you wanted to pick an actor for a heist you picked Kirk Acevedo. yeah he, he i'm sure he was on my team yeah. <laughs> he's great i love him and stuff <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that was like a, two years ago, I think, that we did something like that. That's why I'm like, I'm vague on it of, of just like, I don't, can, I don't remember when I'm having or how trouble we did recalling this. this one. So if you can remember it, please send it to me. I'll re-listen to that episode. I'll, I'll, I'll have to go back and find it. Um, what about memes? Like, f- best meme or like favorite memes? I kind of like that. Okay. A meme could be anything from, not to throw away drafts here, anything from the overall concept of like a Rick roll down to like this one specific picture I saw once that I've never seen replicated in any other way. Yes. Yeah. You could do the uh, like the like you mad face from way back in the day. <laughs> Right. You could you, you could do a Rick roll. Like, I feel like that is enough of a meme mm. by itself. Right. Uh, it uh-huh. could be the the one dude who's like looking back at the girl who had oh, walked by. Right. Love like, him. Stop. Like there, 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 there are memes that have like permeated culture enough that they are like kind of like, oh, yeah, I've seen that uh, stuff like that. OK. We could do something around that. Okay. Um, I don't know why I keep putting best. I'm not sure if best needs to go on there, but or memes. Yeah, yeah. This memes. doesn't need to be qualifiers, right? Uh, yeah. Just soundtracks, draft soundtracks. Maybe you're like, I don't know if this is the best one, but it sticks with me, or I it's find a it favorite one, for or some it's reason. like a yeah. personal thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. There's four ideas for that. Let's, uh-huh. Let's, uh-huh. let's think of one more idea and then i th- i feel like that's good g- 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 enough to at least like we have some options we don't need to make a decision on that one mm. yet because we already have one in the pocket with uh opening theme songs uh, we've picked f- fictional parties we would want to go to we could also assemble a party i do i do want to brainstorm at least one assembly format draft Okay. We could even do like sports. Like we pick a sport and we have to name people to go on our sports team, but it can't be anybody who's an actual athlete. Like it's like who's on your basketball team? And somebody's like, Bigfoot, I want Bigfoot. I take Bigfoot. (laughs) Nobody else can have him. I'm down for something (laughs) like that. Best sports team. Who would be on your sports team? madness Team. truly the maddest that march has ever okay. been are are we doing a unified sport or is it like you need to pick five people for whatever your sport is we each have our <laughs> own sport so like I, I could be like building an F1 team while Melissa, you're making a basketball team and someone else is making football or soccer right <laughs> I don't know. Or do that, we all pick like it has to be a basketball team? I feel like it could be any team. Carl, you know, I know nothing about sports. I have seen Space Jam and I have seen Remember the Titans and that's it. <laughs> OK. And you had to make me watch Remember the Titans. I hadn't already seen it before I met you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do like the. One of the important things in a draft is that there has to be at least some element of scarcity where you want something because you're like, this person can't take it before I do. 
So I feel like if we all are in the same sport, then we're all at like if it's all mm. basketball, like we're watching out for tall guys. If it's Sp- all soccer sports teams slash made football, of made up of cartoon characters or like non-athletes like if you want to draft your dad or like tom hanks everyone's dad right if if you're like one abraham lincoln on my team he's very tall teams made up entirely of dads (laughs) let's draft daddy team (laughs) draft five dads and these aren't five individual dads these five dads have to dad you together you are drafting your five communal dads. <laughs> your polycule of dads. <laughs> and these can be dads in different fashions. Maybe you've got uh, a biological dad and a stepdad sure. and like your best friend's dad and like a neighbor and a coach. You're, you're, you're like, they do he's all not know your each father, other. but they... he's your d- 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 daddy, right? <laughs> right, exactly. Okay. I, 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 I kind of <laughs> like that one. We're, we're drafting like dads. One. Father's Day. Father's Day. Ooh. We are drafting dads. Yes. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and highlight that one. Uh that we <laughs> have picked it on Father's Day. Or like when is if we're Father's doing trivia at the end of June, let's do the dad draft at like the beginning of June. So it's ready. It's out there in the world for Father's Day. If you want to space mm. out the events a bit, I'm, we're gonna draft I'm dads. A okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that sounds fun. That's that sounds like a blast. We'll do moms next year and we should draft a different uh, family member every year. Next year, who do you want is all of your brothers? Who are your five new brothers? Who are your five Who's your new band sisters? of brothers on the anniversary of the band of brothers? Exactly. For Veterans Day, we are drafting a uh oh no (laughs) cousins i would love to draft cousins the best uncles (laughs) oh man okay draft cousins cousin is so abstract a cousin could be anybody yeah gender neutral too cousins yep i'm gonna say you don't exclusively have to have like male dads Sure. If yeah, you want I, like Peggy Hill to be your dad, she can. Anybody, any gender, any form, <laughs> human, animal, anything. Anybody can be a dad. It's in your heart. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I think that one is decided to do. <laughs> there we go. Um, so, all right. So here we, we have our I, I, this is, I guess, now out of order in terms of time, I guess, here. But we mm. have our uh, our taste te- test at the end of March, uh, which will be yes. Pocky. Our tr- tr- trivia night at the end of June. Uh, our fantasy giraffe, our f- or number one. I don't know when we'll do these exactly. I have thought Sometime of the end in May of or September. Um, yeah, we'll do one um, then, too. We'll do one in like May or like early June. We're going to draft dads and then we'll figure out what we're going to do in like September. Yeah. Well, the opening theme song one that we yeah, said. Okay. We're okay. Do if, if, it, if it's been on year. the board. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. Since, we've since, done... since we promised it last year and never okay. got to do it. I think we need to do that one this year. Okay. And I feel like dads is ridiculous enough that it's okay to follow that one up with the slightly more regimented 
TV theme songs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, we got that. Of course, we have our Halloween special, which is always a fun time and a Rotten Tomatoes thing uh, at the end of the year. I, th- I think that's it. I think we're good. We've we planned out some fun activities for us yeah. to do here on the podcast. This is cool. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, and who knows what else we're going to run into as the year goes on. Last year, to honor the release of The Batman, you gave me the Riddler's Riddle Challenge, reading mm-hmm. me the Riddler's own riddles from the history of Batman comics, cartoons, and video games. So that's that was a one-off. We might come up with some other special one-off this year. Yeah. What do we do to celebrate Mission Impossible? Dead Reckoning. Who, we had to bring the knows? Reckoning to life. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, I think we will take a quick break for some housekeeping. Uh, and then when we get back, Melissa, we can get into your cinema corner as well as these uh, three stories that I, I, I have Ooh. to, to share, share here, including one about some bad customer service. Uh, An so, anthology yeah. of tales from Kyle. Indeed, indeed. We will be right back. Here at The Whatnots, we make multiple different shows, and a lot of hard work goes into making them, so we would love it if you check them all out. If you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes, and at our $3 tier, a Patreon-exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout-out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, head over to thewhatnots.com store to pick up some merch today. We are back. Hello, party peoples. Uh, if you Hello. are a Patreon supporter, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, it means Thank the world you. to us. Cool things that we've been up to here at the Whatnots, of course, on uh, the, this year podcast, the Captain's Log. Last week, we asked, what if new constellations? When did they stop making new constellations? They probably didn't, is the truth. But we don't hear about the n- new ones, right? I know they updated the Zodiac where there's like a 13th one now, but I don't know if the constellation itself is new. It wasn't easy to find the answer in a quick three second Google. The latest constellations added to the solar system. There's no like Godzilla constellation out there. At least that I know of. There should be. Why not? International hero print children. Yeah. Yeah. So we asked stuff like that. I also gave a bunch of stats on all the movies and TV shows I watched and comic books I read uh, to talk about exactly how much of my life I wasted last year. It was a blast. (laughs) Um, On the review show this past week, we covered Madoka Magica, a magical girl anime that uh, has a, a darker twist 
to it for sure, uh, but ends on a hopeful positive note, which is a good thing. That one's a lot of fun. It was also our first uh, magical girl anime that we've done yeah. on the review show. So that was neat. That was fun. Uh, and last but not least, over on the Reactor Core, we did our first reaction to The Last of Us, episode one. That show came out this it's it's coming out on Sunday nights on HBO Max because I think they're putting it out on HBO at the same time. Ah. Um, so Sunday nights uh, is when those are happening. The Last of Us, one of my favorite video games. Uh, this adaption has been in the works for a little bit. The creator of the video game is also working on this show to make sure it is accurate and it didn't right? it is the thing and episode one was stellar it was fantastic uh if you don't know anything about the story there are like zombie like things they're not technically zombies but they are but they aren't i don't know it's it's an emotional story it's going to be a gory one it is a divisive story uh to say mm -hmm. the least so uh, brace yourselves is what I will say <laughs> with that one. But it, it, the first one was fantastic. I liked it a lot. Um, but there you go. That's our housekeeping for for the the week here. I I've gotten I'm I'm trying to get myself at the habit of writing all of that stuff down week to week because I didn't do that per, per previously, and sometimes I would forget what we did and i'd be like oh, <laughs> melissa do, why don't you say what we did on the review show <laughs> last week uh, <laughs> it's not like i ever don't know so right and i can, can still toss it to you that that uh, that always helps to like if it, you know if i need to take a sip of some water or something i can be like mm. melissa help me out here um but mm. I, I need to write this stuff down so i remember it <laughs> um anyways I, I I have a trio of stories uh, to a trio tell of you. terrifying tales. A trio of terrifying tales, Melissa. Which of these would you like me to start with? I have the holiday Grubhub story. I have the F one wife story, and the new book story. <laughs> All of these sound like they could be sinister. Uh, just take them in that order. Uh, I'll take sure. it as written. Okay, sounds good. We will start with the Holiday Grubhub story. This is the one I was alluding to previously in the podcast about some terrible customer service. So I've mentioned here on the podcast before that uh, Grubhub never seems to be able to find my house. We, we used it in our holiday special last year. Like, what if my house is just in, like, its own plane of existence, right? It's separate from everything else. And that's why they can't find it. Um, and so those stories continue. I I tried to get some candy for my partner uh, for her stocking for Christmas. Um, and there is a local candy company here. And I was like, hey, I should order some candy from that spot. So I do get my order in uh, and it's it's supposed to be here in 30 minutes. The guy uh, does the thing where he pulls into the Luigi's pizza that's like on the other road. And he's like, are you at a business or a residential area? I'm like, I'm at a residential area. It's a house. 
uh, you're at Luigi's Pizza. That's I don't live at Luigi's Pizza. We're in the na- neighborhood behind it. Uh, he was like, weird. My GPS took me to, to that one. So he's like, all right, I'll be there in a sec because yeah, I mentioned the ad address. Um, and so waited a couple minutes. Okay, should be here by now. Waited a couple more minutes. That's strange. He said he he, he was mm. just around the corner. I saw him on the app. You can track him. Uh, mm. And then I get the notification on the app that it has been delivered. And I was like, huh. Well, that's not true because I'm like standing here at the door and they haven't delivered it. So that's strange. Uh, so I I like wait to like an uh, like another five minutes or so just in case like he hit the thing on the app as he was, you know, pulling into the neighborhood or something like that. Uh, didn't see the guy. And mm-hmm. so I texted him i was like hey the app says it's delivered but my candy's not here my food's not here and he goes no i left it outside it's in it's uh the the driveway with the truck right uh, and then he he mentioned in in ad i was like yeah no that's completely wrong uh mm-hmm. and and then he was like oh sorry i said the wrong ad he sent me a second ad address, mm. which was also completely wrong. And yeah. I was like, that's wrong again. And he, and then he was like, oh, well, then you put the ad in wrong in the app. At which I was like, no, I did not. And I screenshotted the, the, the app and mm-hmm. sent it back to, to, to him. Uh, at which he, he just stopped responding. So had to reach out to customer service to get them to like redo the order um and like send it and that person got it here just fine uh mm. but it was just this idea of like how do you quote me the wrong address i tell you it's wrong you say a completely different one i say that's wrong too and then and then you have the audacity to t- tell me that i'm wrong and it's, it's <laughs> and, like what are you doing? Well, I, I, I can't imagine that around the holidays, maybe they're getting orders from people who are visiting like that is not their house. And they did put the address in wrong. So it's like their brother's place. I can see that being a higher occurrence at that time of year. But like, <laughs> it's just it's so funny to me. Like, this is an address that he can check. Like, it's right there mm. in the app. And I'm looking at the same info that he has and he's quoting two different things that aren't the one that i have here in the app like what is happening i don't know uh thankfully oh go ahead no tell me what candy you got what it was oh uh so we got uh these two uh well i i i I had to get one thing for me too because it's candy and i have a big sweet tooth but we, we got mm, these mm. candy bars from hammonds I, I i i don't know how local they are local ish I, I don't know how mm-hmm. local uh but uh rachel got a uh chocolate and peanut butter one i got a chocolate oh. and caramel one um i got her some like nerds ropes stuff i also got mm. her their like homemade uh like chocolate cover cookie dough bites and their chocolate covered caramel 
uh, bites, just little bags of each oh, of them nice. there. So little, 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 just small, small mix of candy there. So good treats. Yeah. I think what um, you need to do is just put some very obvious decoration on the front of your house that you can yeah, include in right. the notes. Like this the is the, the house the with all the flamingos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, something nobody else has. I put a gargoyle on your house. Sure. Yeah. We're the one with Bigfoot out, out front. <laughs> We're the one with the Shrek mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. That would work, What's right? Stopping you? Right? Shrek yeah. mailbox. Who else has that? <laughs> Who knows? Um, it so plays yeah, All was... Star when you open it. <laughs> now I'm a believer. <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so that that was that st- story. And it was it was interesting because I, I had to sit on that story and I couldn't mm. tell my girlfriend ah! about it until she opened up her, her stocking stuff and got all of that. And I was like, I have to tell you a story. Um, mm. But yeah, that was good. That was that was fun. Um, next up on my trio of stories. Uh, so I, I have mentioned previously here on the show that i'm trying to get into f1 the F- formula one racing uh i've been listening to a podcast uh, uh from last season's races just to kind of familiarize myself with uh the coverage the players the terminology all that stuff um but netflix has a a show mm. uh drive to survive which i think is a fantastic show you guys are inter- interested go check it out um it is like a docu series that is a dramatic like retelling of certain stories about the season they focus on d- d- different drivers different team managers all of the drama that happens in there it's a lot of fun to watch um but we we just finished season 2 uh and then i think at the end of february season five is about to come out here so we still have some some more to do um but that means like the the stories we're watching are from like the the the, the, like we season two was 2019 i believe so season Mm. three is gonna be 2020 the pandemic hits like all that stuff it's gonna be interesting Mm. um but in season two, we are following one of the team managers. His name is Christian Horner. He's the team manager for uh, the Red Bull team. Uh, and it shows him uh, just in like a not side story or plot. Like it's not plot relevant, but sometimes they show you like at their home with their families. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, and he's. preparing like a surprise birthday brunch for his wife and his wife enters the room and the camera kind of lingers on her as like surprise i'm here and then they go about their stuff and so i i kind of took that as odd like huh are 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 we supposed to know who his wife like they haven't mentioned who his wife is yet are we supposed to know who his wife is huh and then I, I just let that go. But then like five, ten minutes later, it shows them uh, on their ranch, I guess, is what it did. They, they have a lot of property mm. 
F1 is a very, very expensive sport. So to be in it or involved, you kind of have to have money. Um, mm-hmm. And they are leaving their property in a helicopter to go to the wife's event. And again, they haven't mentioned her name and they haven't mentioned what this event is. And so I'm like, I, I feel like we should know who the wife is. Uh, and and the, the, in the show, they're talking about how hard Christian works and the the pressure that he's under the stress and how she only works for three months out of the year. But she works harder. She thinks hers has more pressure because it's so condensed into those three months and that's it and she did it doesn't have to work the rest of the year and i'm like well she must be famous or something like to 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 do to only work for three months out of the year and not have to do all of that so i look her up and yeah she was a f- famous uh singer songwriter and author uh, and, uh, you know, I'm writing all that stuff. I don't recognize her actual name, but then it says also known as ginger spice. And I was like, ah! Oh, Oh my God, that's ginger spice. What is happening? <laughs> I get it. This whole time you're telling the story. I'm like, this is a tale of Kyle's famous face blindness where you never remember anybody. Let's also put that on Rachel. I presume Rachel has an excellent memory. I have no reason to believe that she doesn't. She she should probably have known it. Recognize somebody very famous, right? She should probably have known it more than I do. I was never a Spice Girls fan. You weren't a Spice guy. No, I I I grew up in that time period, right? Like I I I know the Spice Girls. But I don't know them like that enough to like recognize them. So I, I'm like, I have no idea who this is, but I feel like we should know. And then, yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Ginger Spice. Holy shit. <laughs> <Ginger> Spice. <laughs> like, what is happening no, here? That is perfect. I yeah, it's great. I also would not have placed Ginger Spice. That is the perfect level of celebrity. We're like, I, I feel like I do know this right? woman from somewhere, but exactly. I sincerely cannot place her. Exactly. Perfect exactly. Perfect ending to the story. <laughs> it was fantastic. So, um, yeah, they they have they have a lot of money for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, well, my last story here is about a book. So I went to the comic book store yeah. yesterday. Um, picked up my comics, and I, um, was deciding between two different mangas that I wanted to get. Uh, one of my favorite manga is Naoki Urasawa. Uh, I like his books a lot. Uh, 20th Century Boys, Monster, mm. Pluto, all that stuff. Uh, they are fantastic. There's a, c- a couple of his books, though, that I have not picked up yet or I've, I've not read. So I was like, I could get this one. It's just a, like a one volume graphic novel. Like, it'd be kind of nice to check that out. But I have a lot, a lot of his books already. There's this other book that the shop got in recently that I've had my eye on for like a decade. Um, uh-huh. I, I'm not as familiar with the creator. I've heard the name, but that's about it. And a podcast I used to listen to a long time ago mentioned it. And one of the hosts on there who I respected his opinions and stuff was like, this book is sweet. Um, and so I decided to go with that book. And it is 
Heavy. Uh, the yeah, it, it's, it's as big, thick boy. This is part one of four, um, and this is a history of Japan. Showa. Uh, the year is 1926 through 1939, uh, and this is uh, written and d- drawn by Shigeru Mizuki. And I take this up to the counter to buy it, and the guy who's working the counter we we like him a lot his name is joey um he's he's fantastic he has stories and mm. this guy can talk he he one one time one time was t- t- telling us a story where he was at a comic-con and at this comic-con got so drunk one night that he like really really embarrassed himself in front of art spiegelman uh, the creator of Mouse. Um, oh no! And then, like the next I do day, not was want like to be judged the, by Art Spiegelman, uh, right? And like the next day, was at the signing and just like, hey, can you sign this? And he he goes, oh, it's you. How are you feeling? Like, <laughs> like all of that stuff. Um, A gentle soul. I I think it was that same weekend. Ended up meet me. I forget who it was exactly. It was someone else in the comics industry. I think it was Frank Miller's ex. And like (laughs) Frank Miller was like, "Why are you hitting on my 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 ex here?" Like he has he has story he has story he has wild stories. Um, and and so he he pointed at this book and he goes, "You know about the author." of this 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 book right i'm like i've heard the name i don't really know anything about him um and he, he goes well the the guy went to war he fought in what i'm assuming is world war ii um but i could be wrong uh but he fought in the war lost his arm he was ah! an artist lost his arm like the one he used to do all that stuff had to teach himself how to draw again with his other arm and wow that's these these books here um which i i i just think is fascinating uh to which i was then like well have have you read my favorite thing is monsters because that book is incredible and if you know emil ferris's story she if i'm not mistaken got the west nile virus was Ah! paralyzed from like the neck down for a little while had to go through a bunch of physical therapy ended up being able to move and stuff but had to like reteach herself how to draw and my oh. favorite thing is monsters the art in that book is phenomenal and it's all in ballpoint pen and oh. it, it's it's gorgeous uh and it's just like it's it's incredible artwork that's just like i i i can do a stick figure like i mm-hmm. I God, I it just makes me w- want to lie down, right, and just be like, "Well, okay, I quit." <laughs> Kyle, could you even draw our logo freehand, or could you do it digital only? Could you only I, assemble the shapes? I could. I used to draw a lot more when I was younger. Um, I I I do like working with computers. If I sat down and practiced for a little bit, I could per- probably get there. But yeah, I have some drawing skills Kyle, not much that i would like of brag our... about it but yeah <laughs> this this is one of our episodes it's a drawing contest it doesn't matter what we're talking about but both of us have our heads down and by like within five minutes we've draw like the best pikachu we can 
and then hold it sure. up to each other and sure. see who wins. Sure, yeah. All I can draw is Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know how to draw real animals. Draw Pokemon from memory. Draw me. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Draw Pokemon from memory challenge. I d- draw uh, executor. <laughs> draw uh, weeping bell or whatever. Right. <laughs> yes, something like that would be fun too. But yeah, no, my drawing skills aren't that good. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I like this. Those, I'm writing this down. Those are my st- 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 stories. Just like I bought this this book not knowing that and. Yeah, had to reteach himself how to draw. Not the artwork is neat. It's it's cartoony, um, mm-hmm. but it's it's fantastic. Or at least some of it is cartoony. There's some like realistic bits in here too. But yeah, it's neat, neat stuff. Nice, Kyle. I want to ask you, what Go is the least movie movie you've ever seen? You're, you might have to define that. Like, what, what do you mean by the least movie movie? Like, do you know when we went to see, we separately of our own accords went to see Amsterdam and I'm like, that yes. movie feels like the fake movie from inside another movie. I'm <laughs> sure, not yeah. talking about that. I'm talking okay. about a movie you saw that you had trouble making sure was defined as a movie. <laughs> Oh, um, ooh, that's that's a lot more interesting of a question than I thought this was going to be. I, I was prepared to say Velocipaster as in like, <laughs> man, okay. that, it was so it's so low budget that like they, they had like some of their special effects is like text on the screen that says explosion. Right. Okay. <laughs> like, it, it, it's it's stuff like that that I don't know if I could really like it's it's a movie, I guess. But I I don't know. Like th- that feels like more of a deeper qu- question. Like what is <laughs> a movie that could also like not be like like how house of Laves is a novel uh-huh right? where like there are there are these you'd get these like different first and second hand accounts it's letters it's appendixes it's stories it's poems it's you turning the book upside down i i i don't know if i've had that same experience with the movie except well I was going to say maybe the first time I watched Paprika just because I, I didn't know exactly what I was in for uh-huh. and how, how like trippy it was and how the character like moved in and out of those spaces and those dreamlike spaces was interesting. Mm. But I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, last Friday night, I went to my local AMC movie theater and I saw something called Skinamarink. Have you heard of Skinamarink? I have not. And I saw this written down on our notes. And I thought at first, just at like a quick look, I thought yeah. it said Skinamax. And I was like, Melissa, what are you watching <laughs> over there? What is going on? Let I was me like, tell oh, no, you that's about these butts I saw. So many butts in Please, such soft describe focus. the butts. <laughs> 
Skinamarink is a very small, experimental, feature-length horror movie mm-hmm. uh, that I saw because I had I was looking at the upcoming features at my local Alamo Draft House, and I saw this mentioned, and I, it, it wound up coming to AMC first, so I saw it there. So the little blurb that I got from the blog was two kids wake up in the middle of the night to find that their dad is missing Mm. and all the doors and windows of their house are going missing, which is exactly my jam. Spatial horror. I love it. So rare. Don't get enough of it. So I'm like, I am in on this. And I look up the trailer and the trailer is in very, very low quality, uh, dirty, grainy, fuzzy, like old looking camera stock. And it's just these very sort of dark abstract shots of these kids like wandering around their house and then like a a door suddenly just boop, just like disappears off the wall. And the trailer starts with this narration that says, in this house. And then it just goes, in this house, in this house. In this house. <laughs> okay. Like, that's it. In this house. So I go Weird. see the movie, and it is. I have never needed to work harder to just see and hear what is happening on screen. It is purposefully entirely inscrutable in a way that makes me re examine every time I've previously used the word inscrutable. It mm. is dark. It is grainy. It is very low res. The camera angles are like down on the floor. Everything is shot at these obscure angles. You never see anybody's face. Everybody's shot from the side or from behind or you only see their feet. Like the camera's on the floor and you see like the little kid's feet walking around. And then it's just the camera's pointed at like the corner of the ceiling and you stare at that for like two minutes while you hear vague like bumping around noises. I saw a review that said the reviewer wrote, my kindergartner will sometimes steal my iPhone and take a bunch of random pictures of the floor and like two second videos. And that's what this movie feels like. It is the audio so quality funny. is so low and most of the stuff it's inaudible a lot of the time but frequently it is subtitled and often they will subtitle things that are like that's absolutely inaudible like I didn't even hear that there was a sound and it's dark and your eyes are like searching this like blurry wiggly darkness to see if there's anything in there and it starts like that from beginning to end all 100 minutes it operates like that it doesn't ease you into it it doesn't let up it is that experience this like fighting to peer into the dark experience for a hundred minutes. Huh? So now that you describe that, I, I, I feel like I can come up with more answers, but still not necessarily exactly (laughs) what you're looking for. Right. So, um, I, I like that makes me think of right. That like found footage style stuff. Uh Um, Whereas like the first found footage movie I watched was the Blair Witch. Right. But I Mm -hmm. like that is still cut and put together in such a cohesive way that it makes a movie. Right. I don't Mm. I I did not walk away from that being like, 
Well, I don't know if I'd call it a movie, but it was a movie, right? <laughs> mm. But the first time that I watched the like Marble Hornets YouTube series, mm. which is where Slender Man came from, if I'm not mistaken, mm. right? Like that stuff to me, not a movie by any, any kind of like movie definition, but what you described is a lot of like what happened in this. There are like clips of like YouTube videos that is like, here's the next video, but you're almost confused as to what the pur purpose of that one is. But because mm -hmm. there's other scary things and you know, there's this like this narrative unraveling, yes. you're still trying to dig in to these things. Right. That would, I think, be the closest. I do remember you talking about Marble Hornets once on an old episode of the Whatnots. I believe Whatnots episode one, which you tell nobody to listen to, but I choose to listen to almost out of spite. Don't, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't be like Melissa. <laughs> it's, 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 it's I'm the only audience member. And you talk about in one of the Marble Hornets videos, there's like a shot of somebody like sitting in a chair by a window and the light coming in from the window is like, completely blowing out the image like the contrast is off like everything's so bright and whited out that it's almost like it erases this person's body and they're kind of like a floating head that that thing you described to me is reminiscent of what skinnamarink is yeah and the plot is this movie is so formless shapeless plotless nearly that there's only like three scenes in the movie that I would say are considered scenes. Everything Cohesive, else is yeah. just fragmentary images and sounds. That's interesting. And like, <laughs> and like shots of the wall. And then you hear like the kids mutter like, where do you think dad is? So the dad disappears and truly the walls and doors, uh, the, the doors and the windows disappear. Boop. They like vibrate and then disappear. Now, like it's an old sci-fi movie. It's like when bewitched, bewitches something away right do, so do the doors disappear so that like there's just no door there period on the wall like it's now just all wall or is it just oh, like yes, the yes. door has disappeared like the f f frame is still there you can still go into that other room but there's just like the door is just not there anymore no entirely blank this That's happens weird. at night all the windows disappear so the entire house is in darkness because there's no windows to the outside all the walls are eerily blank the, the the lights get shut out so the kids just turn on old public domain cartoons on the tv which are creepy to begin with and they right, just sort yeah. of wander around with flashlights duck and this cover. movie it is scary if you asked me, what is the scariest movie you've ever seen? I'm like, well, if you can call it a movie, it is Skinnamarink, I think. Hmm. True. It, it hits think, you in this like. Skinnamarink, I think. <laughs> Skinnamarink. It hits you in this old childhood space of when, like, you don't, you haven't even had your own house memorized yet. Or maybe mm. if you have, if you're so little, like, you don't know what the rules of anything are. Like, if you think you see a shadow in the corner and you think you see the shadow move, you're like, I have no reason to believe that can't happen. Yep. I, I <laughs> Like, if the door is obscured in shadow and it looks like the door is missing, how do I know the door isn't missing? I'm four years old. It's all that. It operates on, like, that 
like Maybe childhood. I woke do. up in the middle of the night nightmare logic. Interesting. Interesting. It's yeah. I have I have not uh, heard of that one. I. It was a remarkable theatrical experience. I'm very happy I saw this thing on the big screen. Uh, but I don't know if this is an experience for everybody. It is challenging. I've never watched a movie that is more like spiritually and literally challenging where I am squinting at the screen and all of us are like bone quiet trying to hear if there's anything out there in the dark. Could, could you uh, I've get never a vibe from like the other people watching it with you? Were they like, oh, can't see anything? What the hell? Or like, were 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 they I, like into it? I saw this on Friday the thirteenth, and I think that created a, a a larger than usual interest in going out to see a horror movie in the theater. Sure. So it's a pretty good sized audience, but there's nothing in this movie to react to. There's not things you laugh or scream or jump at. It's not like that kind of horror. It's like a more slow burn, like fearful Mm -hmm. soul horror kind of. Uh, There's startling things, but not where anybody's like, ah, and like threw their popcorn. Right. Um, When the movie ended, some people just immediately got up and walked out wordlessly. (laughs) Well, there you go. When I left this movie, I thought I need to come back down to normal. I need to watch too many cooks and that'll reset me. I, so That's what this experience was. The last thing I'll say before we wrap up the, this podcast is like back when I discovered marble hornets and all that stuff was mm. also right around the time I found the black tapes podcast and I started mm-hmm. to get into audio drama there was one that I never actually listened to, but it was always on my radar. It was always there in that like early batch of audio dramas that got popular. Archive 81. And I recently watched the Netflix adaption of that. Makes me want to go back and listen to the show. I'm not sure how similar the show is to the thing, but it was an interesting one i can see maybe why it it did not get a season two they tried to do a lot uh in that first season there uh but it was kind of cool i liked it i i i thought it was interesting um it is about this guy who works at a museum and he is their like Mm. audio video person that looks at like old vhs and cassette tapes the like magnetic like strip Mm. style media and um he fixes them he cleans them he restores them all that stuff uh for this museum then there's this weird mysterious company that hires him on a special project where he has to go out to this specific location and be there by himself isolated cleaning and restoring and looking at these tapes and on these tapes that he is restoring it it is these uh like home video recordings of this woman back in 1994 uh and she is she moved into a new apartment building to interview all of the residents of the apartment uh, to get to know them, who they are, how they got there, what their stories are, because she's working on a dissertation that involves all of that stuff of just like, how did this group of people migrate to this one 
building. Uh, and yeah, as he's watching these tapes, he starts to put together that like, oh, there was a fire and that's how this person was killed. Like what what started the fire? How did that happen? Wait, that picture in the background. That's my dog. Why is my dog? Ah! Why is she in there with my dog? What is happening? And there's this whole mystery. There's occult stuff. There's people who aren't who they say they are. It's an it's an interesting show. I like the idea. So it, it has made me want to go back and listen to Archive 81 as a podcast. Um, mm-hmm. But that that also kind of reminds me of this like found footage it's not the same and it is, archive I, 81 <laughs> is a lot more cohesive but it's still just in the same park in my mind i'll tell you that this movie feels like the closest i've ever seen or perhaps ever will get to seeing something like house of leaves on screen mm, yeah in the sheer infinite blackness of the entire thing of the darkness without light, without uh, refuge. Yeah. I, <laughs> I even making all of the do, attempting to make these comparisons. I don't think we're really getting close. I think Skin and Rings yeah. is its own kind of beast yeah, on a level exactly. uh, un, unparalleled. And I just wanted to make sure you knew this thing was out there. I it's well, there a it's now in a limited theater run and then it's coming to Shudder, which is the horror specific streaming service. Which I've thought about doing like a a month trial for like Halloween. Maybe we could do that. Pull some some uh, pitches out of off of Shutter, but sure, yeah. I don't know if this is for everybody, but check it out. I I advise anybody to give it ten minutes. I don't know if anybody's gonna last more than five, but like try it. I if you want to experience something entirely unique, that's Skinnamarink. There you go. Thanks for sharing that. That's cool, though. Um, but I think we should wrap up our podcast right there. Um, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, show where me and my brother Jams talk about weird old kid shows you feel like only you remember. There you go. Uh, if you guys want to find me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer. Uh, and if you guys would like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots. So please go like, share, and subscribe. That would help us out a ton. You guys know the deal with all of that stuff. If you're watching the YouTube version of this, go check out some of our other videos right over that, that way, right over there. That would help us out even more. But this has been number 219 of the Whatnots Captain's Log, where every week we thirst for the taste of legend. I almost forgot. That's about it. We will see you all next time.